Satnam, I'm Guru Prakarmakar. Guru Singh and I travel the world, loving to meet an ever-growing global community. We are appreciative of your vital role on this planet, for it is your willingness to be here and listen that calls forth wisdom, that activates our collective voice in service. Your questions bring forth the answers. For a wealth of information about who we are and what we do, please visit gurusingh.com. Bless you. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, good morning. Lovely, lovely, lovely to be with you. Can you give me some hearts or some thumbs up to tell me that my sound is coming through? Give me some hearts and thumbs up to just to tell me that the sound is... There we go. Okay. We got it. We're going to start out today before tuning in with the very edge of the universe. Om, Ong, Brahm, Hum, Namo. We are, we are bowing to that edge of the universe that is holding all of Chitta, the universal mind, and all of the new information that will solve the dilemmas of today, that will solve all of our challenges. Fly beyond the stars. Fly beyond the galaxies to the very edge of this universe on the surface of the megaverse where we stare out into the vast infinite nothing, the Om. At the edge of all, where Brahm, the great creator, creates each one of us the hum, and we bow to that. Everybody. Om, Om, 
Arham Namo the edge of the universe. 
universe I do And it's there that I meet Everyone that I once knew In any lifetime to that. That is a mantra like Ekongkar Satnam Siddhi Wahe Guru that was a favorite of Baba Siddhi Chand and all of the yogis of that time. Because in those moments, like in these moments, what's being searched for are solutions to significant disturbance. The disturbances of quarantine, the disturbances of continued pollution and the corruption that leads to this pollution. And this is because Earth is a one-room schoolhouse. And the bullies, bless them, have taken over the schoolhouse. And nobody has felt the authority to stand up, not to face down the bullies, because that in today's world is not possible but to gather the masters, the prophets, those of you, all of you. That's our job in this time of global bullying, is not to stand up and show that we can out-bully the bully, but it is to stand up wake up and keep up 
in discovering the pathways forward, which all are created Brahm at the edge of Ong, where it drifts out into Om, that infinity. And that is the whole purpose of that mantra. So let's, let's tune in. It's so good to be with you. By the way, on Sundays, in order to support the yoga center here in Los Angeles, we've gone from Facebook Live to Zoom. And please um, go to Yoga West LA or go to gurusing.com and online, both of them. And uh, you can just sign up and they'll send you an email with the Zoom link. And it's a donation basis. You can donate a dollar or however much you want, but we're here to support all of our yoga centers around the world. So during this time in which they're not able to be open, we have to uh, come up with ways of, of continuing to support them because uh, the landlords and the mortgage bankers uh, are not uh, forgiving necessarily the amounts that are, pay that are owed each month. And so when there's no income coming in and yet there's still those expenses, we want to support that. So that's on Sundays. Please go to gurusing.com or Yoga West LA. Hmm, Satnam. Someone once asked, why in Kundalini Yoga are there so many mantras, so many sounds? And the answer is quite simply that you're basically dialing a touch-tone phone, tuning your physicality and your emotionality and your mentality into your spirituality. You're joining your yoga. You're uniting all of those aspects. And when you do unite all of those aspects, because the gut brain is very much in tune to connection to three dimensions, the head brain is very much in touch with the two-dimensional rules and laws of right, wrong, good, bad, yes, no choices. And the heart brain is very much about the fourth dimension of time. It's the, it's the, it's the pace setter, the rhythm keeper. And so third dimension, fourth dimension, and second dimension, if you engage all three of them, you move into the next dimension, the fifth, the sixth, the seventh dimensions, in which we are all one, in which we recognize that we are just the tips of the fingers on the same mutual hand, and that if we take care of each other, we take care of the whole body of life. This is the nature of the dimensions beyond the third and the fourth and the second dimensions. How can these thoughts be formed? How can you affect the process of the formation of thought? If you raise the frequency of your body by stretching into it, by exercising it, by doing yoga, by doing calisthenics, by doing uh, Pilates, by doing any of these things, by swimming, if 
you tune in and you tune your body and you raise the frequency, go out into nature, be with children, be with your pets, ride a horse, then you raise the frequency of your physicality. And the brain in the head is part of that physicality. When you raise the frequency of the cells of your brain in the head and in the heart and in the gut, the neurological centers, they tune in to higher frequency thoughts. As a matter of fact, you can tune into such a high frequency of thought that the thought is actually not yet formed. It's like tuning into letters before they form words and turning into words before they form ideas and tuning into ideas before they form sentences and paragraphs and tuning into all of this before it forms an opinion, before that opinion forms an attitude, and before that attitude forms a lifestyle. <clears throat> Being able to tune in at the depth of this level, at the height of this frequency, is where you actually get tuned into the birthplace of thought. And thoughts are then supported by feelings. Feelings are then supported by attitudes and opinions. If we can tune in, if we can align ourselves to tune in to that vastness and put ourselves literally on the edge of the universe so we're not down inside all of what has already been, but we're on the very edge of Brahm, we're on the very edge of Ong, we're on the very edge of creation. That's when we can get into that new information that has never been known before. This is where Einstein went, this is where Tesla went, this is where Joan of Arc went, this is where Mary Magdalene went, this is where Mother Teresa went. This is where Durga went. This is where Saraswati went. This is where Krishna went. This is where Jesus went. This is where Muhammad went. This is where the Buddha went. This is where you can go. Don't accept the attitude that they were somehow able and you're not. Never accept the attitude that you're not able to do what you're able to do. And that is the low portion, the lower level of the heart brain, which is that level of hope. Give yourself that hope. And in chanting, Om, Om, Brahm, Om, Namo, you're opening up that Om, Om, Namo, you bow. You're opening up all of these centers with that touch-tone phone, call home. Remember E.T. Calling home, calling home, calling om, calling ong, calling brahm, calling hum. Hum is that all that we are. Hummy hum, brahm hum. All that we are already is. All that we are to be already is. This is the thought process of the fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth and beyond dimensions where we're not individual but we are the whole body of life.
This is such an important opportunity for us to become that whole body of life. And what we do in today's Kriya, which is a Kriya to become the whole body of life, is that we align the crystal solution in our body, in our physicality. You see, as you know, scientifically speaking, that the physical body, not equally distributed everywhere, but the physical body is in excess of 70% water. And within that water, there are the crystals. The crystals of that H2O and the crystals of the saline of that H2O, as a matter of fact, your blood salt content is equal to the salt content of the majority of the, if you took the average of the oceans of the world, that salt content and your blood salt content are equal. And so the salt, the saline, is in crystal form. Even though it is dissolved, it's still holding in that superpositioning of the quanta. It is still holding that crystal formation. And also, we have that other part of us, which is the energetic solution, which is that, that sugar. And sugar is a crystal as well. And so the sweetness of life, the soul force, and the expansiveness of matter, that gravitational force, these come together and they form life, whether it's a flea or a dragonfly or a bee or a tree or a blade of grass or a little raton, <laughs> or it's a human, or it's a horse, or it's a dog or a cat. All of this are the life forces that are not individual but connected together, all together. When we, as that leadership, when we become those prophets, those masters that we praise in that I bow to that which I am. I am all of this. And I activate my gut and my heart and my head. And I move out into that awareness of those dimensions beyond the second and third and fourth dimension, which are all about negotiation. Then I am truly bringing that beauty into this and that is the way in which life can survive. That is the way in which peace can prevail. That is the way of the way of the Tao of Lao Tse. And so experience in a moment the edge of the universe resonating with your crystal body, infused with a soul force to cause it to wake up. Just like the guitar is silent until I infuse it with my intention. Just like the harmonica is silent until I infuse it with my breath of life. 
So think of yourself, meditate for a moment here. Close your eyes and think of yourself standing at the threshold of matter, at the edge of the universe, this universe. And look out across the multiverse and see other megaverses containing other universes. Let yourself drift into how big is big. Let yourself drift into those arenas that are beyond your contemplation, but can be reached through your quantum, that superpositioning. And breathe the fresh ideas. You won't recognize them. They won't be definable yet. Breathe them in and let them gestate like a good egg. Breathe them in. Breathe them in. And as you exhale them, exhale them through your lips. And breathe them in through your nostrils. And get a sensation of that continuum. Get a sensation of your connection with all life.
standing at the edge of the universe chanting Om Om Brahm Hum Namo 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 Gather the hope, the willingness and the courage of your heart. Om Om Brahm Hum Namo Gather the inspiration of your gut. Om Om Brahm Hum Namo The faith and the trust of your throat. Trust your voice. Om Om Brahm Hum Namo Take a big, deep breath. Stretch your arms out beyond the universe. Exhale. And so, today's Kriya is connecting the lower triangle, which is your connection with three dimensions. 
your upper triangle, which is your connection with understanding and comprehension of the two dimensions of the binary cosmos, the, the for every action there is a reaction, the right and the wrong, the yes and the no, direction, measurement, all of these aspects are promulgated and promoted by that upper triangle. But when it's left by itself alone, that upper triangle is a, is a prison. It's a prison of our, of our thinking because our thinking is not opened up to the cosmos. It's just all that interrelationship of the, the gossip. And as they say, it's the gossip, not the gospel. And in that, it is just the back and forth of the gossip. And what you want to do is you want to open all of these centers, including the heart center, which is that timekeeper, that fourth dimensional timekeeper. And once you combine all of these centers, then the fifth, sixth, and seventh dimension open up. That's what we're going to be doing in the chanting that we've done, in the Kriya that we're about to do. That's what we're going to be doing. And then what we're able to do is we're able to quiet down the gossip and open up the gospel. And that gospel allows us to have that groundedness of the earth's frequency that combines with that loftiness of the celestial frequencies. And it is in that structure that this inspiration of the gut, the circulation of the heart, and the confirmation and the analysis of the head all come together and open our world into a world that we've never known existed before. By the way, as you know, you can read in my bio, I'm a third uh, generation yogi. My grandmother, um, uh, who was the, uh, the sister of my, or sister-in-law actually, of my great aunt, who was a student of Sri uh, Yukteswar, the teacher of Paramahansa Yogananda, because she was living in Calcutta, where she met them. And then she was sent to America with Paramahansa Yogananda uh, to, um, to assist him. And my grandmother, her, sister, her sister-in-law, gave me this guitar when I was a young, young child, you know, 10 or 11 years old. It was her guitar. And you can look inside of it. It says that it was built in 1904. So this guitar has been with me all, all of my my life, I, I brought it down. It said, you know, my brothers and sisters are all here. I want to be here too in your class. And so in this Kriya that we're about to do, let's open ourselves to that, that vastness which we are. Bless you for joining us. Visit gurusing.com for an ever-expanding archive of lectures, videos, yoga sets, meditations, and more. 
all the classes can be found now on gurusing.teachable.com. There's going to be long-form classes available there, 30-minute long yoga classes with Kriya. There's also what is called a Kundalini Recharge. It's a brief lecture about something like depression or gratitude or achievement or partnering or success. And it'll be a lecture with a pranayama, a breathing exercise, and a single asana that you can just jump into during the day. And then it'll round out with an affirmation or meditation. And these will be like 11 minutes. And then there are also going to be audio files, which are guided 11-minute meditations, which you can listen to. And that's all within gurusing.com. Satnam.